Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to your halftime update here on the Rangers Rabble, because that second half hasn't started yet, as far as I'm concerned. Um, that, was, that was boring. <laughs> um, yeah, hello and welcome um, to Match Reaction here on the Rangers Rabble. I'm Martin and I'm joined by Robert, Kerr and Brian. Strange game, very strange game. Um, I'm, going to, I'm, I'm just going to jump straight in there. Robert, did you celebrate when we scored? Well, I'm in the house as much as you can celebrate. I give a wee sort of get I just there sat there and the next one. kept my eyes on the screen. Listen, I was just delighted we scored early because we'd said before um, that we wanted a good start and so to get the early goal was good and I thought, right, that they seem up for it. Intensity was good. Press was good. I thought they got a bit between their teeth. This could, be, this could be four or five, but as you say, second half was a, was a non-event. Ah, ridiculous, ridiculous second half. We'll come to that. We'll come to that. But yeah, I was supposed to be on the build-up, but then I had to go and cover the B-team game. Um, and for those of you who are a part of our Rabble Patreon, the the match report will be out shortly. And it's not a written one, it's just me giving you my thoughts on the game. Um, a wee audio forum. And it's, if you like my voice, you'll love it. Um, but however, that'll be out a wee bit later on. Um, care. oh, please like and subscribe and all that good stuff. How could I forget that? Um, give us a wee share and, and let your pals know about the rabble, etc, etc. Most of the same people watching this, so you all know the script. Make sure you give it a like and a subscribe and all that good stuff. Um, Kerr, get into this game. Everybody was saying that, you know, <laughs> unless we win 8-9-0, it doesn't really matter. We're still on a bit of a downer for last weekend. So the one thing we did need was a, a, a fast quick pace start and an early goal when we got it? We did. We started really well. We started in the front foot and we started with some tempo and intensity and I thought after the well, first five minutes we were great. I thought the first half we were great, Martin. I thought we played really well. We played a lot of good stuff. It was fast. We were going forward constantly and just by finishing a, the final ball let us down at times. I always think you're going to go on for longer when I'm on mute. <laughs> and I think, I think you cut it short on purpose just to try and catch me out. I really do. <laughs> what was different then, Brian? Is it just a simple case of the midfield? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had legs in the midfield. We had guys that were actually fit. We had Campbell, who was just, we could honestly run forever. 
and Raskin, as we said before we started, uh, was more than prepared to run and at least try and pass the ball forward. And Jack was there to mop up and, you know, do the sort of dirty work. And even sometimes he was getting himself forward. So, you know, him and Raskin were taking turns. Um, so, yeah, it was as simple as that. It was a case of the, the all the guys that were in the midfield were, were match fit and they weren't, you know, just recently back from an injury. So... <clears throat> Yeah, it's just a week late, but yeah, it was nice to see it today at least. Players with something to prove as well, Robert. All right, listen, that, that without a shadow of a doubt, that all have been on the, the back of their minds, probably been spoken about before the game and in, in the lead up to the game all week as well. So, um, as I say, I, I think everyone in the first half uh, played, you know, seven, eight, and nine. They were, they were all really, really outstanding. Um Brian Kent, I thought started the game brilliantly. Uh, some some nice stuff. We're, gonna, we're probably going to touch on Campbell because I think always in agreement that he was the he was the best player on the pitch. Um, and I think I'd said in the pre-match that I didn't really know what his best uh, positional role in this team was going to be. I think I found out today what it's going to be. So I'm under no illusions. This all over the park. That's his position. Everywhere. I think he, he epitomises the word playmaker because he just wants to make things happen. Um, so no, I thought he was really, really good. Um, a bit of split opinion. I'm reading in the, in the comments. Well, I thought Ryan Jack was really good today. I think he compliments Raskin. I think he does does the sort of sitting in, protecting. I thought he was he was, he was really good today. And I, I think it's unfair. Some people are saying get rid of him. Um, that's got to be based on injuries. It can be based on today's performance. Well, it is injuries care surely. Um, and, and I don't disagree with folk that say at the end of the season. We should let him go. I understand what a fantastic player Ryan Jack is, but he's he's not fit. That would be like saying, although not as bad um, with, in terms of Jack, but that would be like saying, let's keep a hold of Ruth because when he plays for 15 minutes, he's he's excellent. Not really, Martin. Ruth's not really played. Ryan Jack's played more than him, to be honest with you, but I, I actually am I'm, I'm opposite. I would keep Ryan Jack. I think you need. I think you need to keep somebody from middle, and I think you keep Jack, Kamara, and Lindstrom. You sell because you could probably make money for them. Jack, you keep because he's not going to cost a fortune wages to keep. You're not going to buy anywhere near like the, the big ones are getting. If he stays for our season, and you bring in somebody else to play alongside, maybe Raskin and Campbell. He's too injury prone, care. You're saying that, but he, he, what did they not play about thirty odd games last season? I don't think so. I think I could be wrong, but I thought he did. But I would keep him. I I just think he's a good player to have around about. He's experienced. We know what he can do when he is fit. Yeah, he has an injury issues, but he's not the worst person in the squad for injuries. And I think when Jack's on his game and like Rob, uh, Robert said, I mean, Campbell done and uh, Raskin done really well today. And I think we have it Ryan Jack and Raskin there, and you get Campbell and even bringing in Tolman equation. I think that four would be very difficult to close down when you fling in Ryan Kent. I think that's a really good formation there with guys who can defend, guys who can push forward, but guys who aren't scared. And I think when you look at what other we've got, you, you get them first to keep Ryan Jack. If obviously, if uh, Scott Arfield is younger, you keep him, but he's not. But you keep Jack. Jack's not going to want mega bucks like my Bailon Strum and Kamara on. So I would keep mine. <laughs> um, okay, so he played 30 odd games last year So maybe, maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong I don't know, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here So don't you shout at me You're listening to Scotty too much Oh yeah, god, 20, no, I never agree 22 with 22 games every competition last season 22? 22. Oof, 
that that uh, that comment was was ill research. That's no Mark is in the comments, is it? Well, we all know how good Mark is at his research. Um, JD making the point: Do our medical team apply bandages with a nail gun? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be right. To be brutally honest with you, uh, but yeah, That's we'll, 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 we'll come <laughs> back to that. We'll come back to that midfield question in a wee second, um, Brian. No, I don't think many people would have had Big Connor as first goal scorer. No, certainly not, because you normally associate that with a corner, and we're pretty dreadful from scoring from corners. So yeah, it was not not a, not a chance, but. He was in the right place at the right time for a, a big centre half. I actually thought when it first came to him, I thought it was Cholak, but um, just because of sheer size of him. But no, it was Big Goldson. So yeah, it was an unexpected second goal of the season. Um, so yeah, unexpected goal. But as we said before the build up, you know, we needed that that early goal and it settled everybody down five minutes in, um, and it gave us the impetus to go on and and control the first half. Um, it was, yeah, marvellous start and it was just what we needed and it obviously quietened down the crowd because I think the longer the game would have went on nil-nil in that first half, the more restless people would have got. So it killed all the pos- possibility of a negative atmosphere um, and it allowed us to go on and control the first half. It was, uh, Robert, it was a really, really important goal because we knew the way that the crowd was going to be today. Um, we knew that we had that, that we I'm part of the crowd. Um, we know that Rangers had to give them something, um, and that first goal was massive. Listen, I, I love the variation of the set play. Um, look like something they've been working on. I know it was a couple of sort of uh, uh, block shots, and, but we're first on it and, and, and really hungry to get the ball in the back of it. So I was impressed with that more so than the finish itself because the finish is fair, but what four or five yards he's just sort of tapped in. Um, but no, it's nice to see that obviously the. They're trying to be innovative and, and try and work on new things. So that was good that that came off. The manager would be pleased with that as well. Um, and as you say, early goal sets you on your way. Crowd, well, but then never really got on the players' backs at all, really, in the first half. Second half, maybe when Lundstrom came on, but we'll touch that later. Um, and then, it's, it, it, it's, as Brian says, it gives you that you're on the front foot then. And they're on the front foot then. The first half, as I said, when the ball was getting given away in previous matches, I'd have been shouting for the... The rooftops, but I wasn't too concerned because I thought they're going to get that back, and then sure as hell they would, or they'd go and force a throw in. Or do you know what I mean? They were, it was impressive. The first half was really, really impressive. And I'm thinking, right, you're 3 0 up at half time. Do you make changes now and, and give you maybe a divine a, a half a football? But it's, it came out and it was come on, it came back into the game. Whatever was said there, I know they were sort of referring to Jordan Jones coming on and, and maybe having a bit more of the um, giving a bit more space up front for them. So, but I just felt that we, we, we let them play. Um, mm. and, and, and that, that sort of, sort of saw the games sort of peter out, and uh, fans were sort of leaving their seats, etc. But, um, no, the, the, to go back to your, your original question, first goal important, nice and early. Um, and as I say, I was most impressed with it with, with the set play. So, so long may that continue. <laughs> Let's hope. Care <laughs> now. The reason that I said Karen left a bit of space was because you were on mute and you were too busy yeah. playing with your hat, right? <laughs> Caroline's point, Sakala too unpredictable. In the space of eight minutes, we've seen both sides of Sakala. Yeah. Firstly, Kent puts, who had a bit, who I thought played really well today, right? Kent puts a lovely ball into the box and all Sakala's got to do is make contact and he scores. Well, he does make contact and he still puts it past the post. But yeah. then... Eight minutes later, Boomy makes it 2-0. It's 
Sakala is so, so frustrating because there was times today where he lovely touches, um, great first touches to take him away from players, and other times you're just pulling your hair out going, what's going on? But he's always been like that, Martin. It's, he's, it's nothing new with fashion. He's, he can, he's a hit and miss at times because he seems to put away the chances you don't expect, but he seems to miss the chances you do expect him to score. So... He never gets up, but his first touch can be like Gordon Jury at times when his second touch is a tackle, or his first touch can be great and he cover he covers back and he just presses so much, but you don't know what you're gonna get with fashion. But at this moment in time, he's probably the only one in form to play on the right side until we bring somebody else in. So like I've always said with fashion, you could probably get a bit of money for him to make and pull, pull it back into the team or you they're not going to sell everybody, obviously, or you keep him as a squad player, but you bring something probably better on the right side because he has unpredictable and he can come off the bench and get your goal, if he, even if he's on the bench, or he can get you on if he starts, but also he can cause problems to yourself as well. Yeah, aye, absolutely. Andrew McDonald, a new channel member. Thank you very much, Andrew. Welcome. Um, go back and watch the latest member videos, Andrew, so you can get clued up on everything um, that's happening. Make sure you give them a watch. Thank you for for joining. Brian, will I call him? Uh, now, this is going to shock people that are watching, right? Absolutely shock them, right? But will I call him did not have a good game. Yes. Now, I know, listen, I can see the shock in your faces, right? And I can see the, I can feel the shock coming for the comments and people watching. Um, well, the column was horrendous today, as was as was whoever was running the VAR machine was. And if anybody watched it on Commandant TV, actually the mistakes were worth it just to hear their reaction, right? Um, now I don't know if you can update me on the latest handball rules, right? But for me, the penalty that we received. Um, and look, I'm not going to complain. We got the penalty, we scored from it. But if, the, if it was the other way about, I'd probably be shouting and screaming. For me, it's not a penalty. It does hit his arm, but it hits him there. Now, the last time I checked the rules, or I say checked, the last time somebody told me the rules, um, T-shirt line, if it's above the T-shirt line, it's not a penalty. Um, the penalty wasn't given and it went to VAR. Now, you have to... You have to have made a clear and obvious error. And for me, there wasn't. I'm not trying to make this a big deal because we got the penalty, we scored from it. But for me, it's not a penalty. I have to disagree totally. No, oh, well, you're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. It, it, everybody, <laughs> it, it's a penalty, no doubt. Hit his arm. He, he he clearly, his arm went like that and it it came off his arm. What does it, where does his arm start? Does it start from the shoulder? If, it, if the rule was that if it hits the arm and it's a penalty, then I'm sitting here saying penalty. What I'm yeah. telling you is, as far as I'm aware, um, if it hits you above the T-shirt line, it doesn't get given as handball. Well, that's just a ridiculous rule. It's a penalty. It's a penalty end of. And absolutely well done to Cholak for still going on at the referee, trying to get him to check it, because he was convinced it was. And, if, you know, he was he was still harping on the referee two, three, four minutes later, trying to say to him, check it. And he got him to check it, and it was a penalty. So fair play to Cholak for being persistent. Um, I, I didn't see it at the time because it all happened so quick. It wasn't until the replays came, I was like, oh, this could be a penalty. And then it was a, almost a case of where the line of the 18-yard line, where he handled it, but it was he took a step into the box and mm -hmm. it hit his arm. 
So for me, it's a penalty. No, Martin, no, no debate. Uh, Martin, I'll just say the new hand, handball rule in football from November 2022 from the bottom of the armpit, which is there. Oh, all right, okay. It's a handball. Right, well, it's a, it's a, it's a penalty then. Yeah. I mean, just, just on column, penalty aside, I thought he should have put his cards out early doors for Power and Ash Taylor. I don't know how they went to off time with that booking. Um, Power was um, all over Cantwell, um, and I, I, did, I had a wee nip at Raskin as well. And I think Taylor um, does <laughs> does uh, does Goldson in their dual box as well. So I, I, that that for me was was my my greats. We we, we call them uh, today. I don't think it was a I don't think it was a hard game to referee personally. Um, the game sort of handled itself, but the penalty. Uh, we've just alluded to Martin. I think it was. Well, if, if that is the rule changes, I wasn't aware that was the rule changes. If that's it, the rule changes, it's then it's, the World Cup. right? Well, then ah, it's right. a penalty. It's a clear penalty. Then did you did you see what I done there? Did everybody see what I done there? Oh, Brian, Brian has to apologise to you now. <laughs> I don't have to, I'm not apologising to him. Um, if somebody tells you, if somebody tells you the rules, then you can change your opinion. Um, yeah. It's all right to be wrong, Mark, isn't it? Well, it's all right to not know the rules, Brian. I wouldn't say I was wrong. <laughs> uh, absolutely not wrong. Um, but I, if that's the case, Kerr, um, clear penalty and Tavernier makes it 50 penalties, <laughs> which, which is which I know just annoys a lot of people, which makes it even better. Well, they, 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 never, they never showed you on camera. When did your name become Kerr? Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, I didn't know you'd... Just let a man some out on these. It's like... Oh, it's the, no, the only thing I was going to say was they didn't show... I feel like, all right, Flynn. They didn't show you on camera, but they said that, it, that Cholak had the ball initially and it sort of looked like, I don't know if he was going to take it. Can anybody confirm that? And then obviously, Tavnia stepped up. Cholak was going to take it initially, yeah. And he, what, he gave it back to the captain. Oh, well. That's all I had to say, man. Sorry. <laughs> It wasn't really worth you interrupting, was it? <laughs> <laughs> See, I can already feel that this reaction is so much more positive than last week. It's good we're actually managing to have a laugh and a joke. Um, but, but I care in all seriousness. For Fifty penalties for the for the captain that takes him to ninety-seven goals. Um, he's creep, he's creeping towards that hundred. We all know Tav's numbers are great. It's. And we all know he can play well when he at times, but at other times he can be a liability. And I think it's he's, he's always going to be an enigma at Rangers, and he? he's got his he's got people that like him, he's got people that don't like him, and he's kind of he's he's got guys in between like us who think when we we praise him next week we slag him off. So he's just one of these guys. You want he's going. You're not going to maybe a lot of people only appreciate what he offers until he leaves, but also on the other side that. He should offer some. He should offer more at times as well. So, listen. I think he's going to be here next season. I don't think he'll be one of the ones that's been told to go. But I think he will have to tighten up, especially his defensive play. Which what did you make? What did you make a tab today, Carol? His overall performance. I thought he was okay because Kamala didn't offer much. So I thought he was okay. I thought he done what he had to do. I thought the defenders were okay because their goal I thought shouldn't have been a goal because I thought the boy was climbing all over Golson. So I thought it should be ruled out, and I thought McGregor. Was posted missing coming out for a ball he should never have come out for in the first place. But I just, I think, I, I thought we played well today. I did that. I know we, I know we second half, we died a death for the first, maybe first 15, 20 minutes, but it's, that's just a thing that you do when you're 3 nothing up. Is it bad? It probably is because you should go for the throat, but 
we slowed down, we let them back in it, and then we kind of tightened it up again. We just started passing the ball about and keeping it, and had a couple more chances, but we didn't, we didn't convert. But listen, we got three points. We played really well over the over the period of the match, and at the end of the day, at the start of the game, that's what we wanted, and that's what we got. I'm not going to sit here and complain because we did win, we won comfortably, and maybe went to our next game. I don't want to keep parting back, so I'm fed up looking back to last week. James Cameron, Martin, you would get a job in sports team if you're knowledge of the handball rule. I'm far <laughs> too overqualified for sports team. You know what I mean? Sports team couldn't afford me. Um, and by the way, just on that, right? Now, I was travelling back from the B-team game and um, the 2-2 draw with Cumbernauld Colts. And I, I apologise, but I switched on Radio Scotland and they were having a discussion about Rangers and Celtic. And of course, it was Tom English and Michael Stewart. So oh, you understand how... You understand how that conversation is going to, and you expect the usual nonsense for a two pieces of tripe, right? However, Derek Ferguson decided to get in on the conversation. Now, as far as I'm aware, Derek Ferguson is also involved in a Rangers podcast. Not 100% sure if he is, but I believe he is. Talking about how Tillman on the evidence of last Sunday is not worth £5 million. Derek Ferguson's a former professional football player whose nephew was one of our greatest ever captains. And he has just showed an absolute lack of any football knowledge. He should be embarrassed by his comments. And see, rather than trying to suck up the arse of Tom English and Michael Stewart and Radio Scotland, actually speak truth. I thought that was embarrassing from a so-called um, ex-Rangers player, ex-professional Central midfielder player. as well. Central midfielder. I thought it was a jokey comment. And I think he should be ashamed of himself. Um but yeah, sorry, that was that was playing on my mind. I don't know why that was playing on my mind, um, but it absolutely was. Second half, uh, Brian, what happened? Did we? Is it is it just a case um, of we took our foot off the gas um, and we thought the game was won? And if that is the case, does that still show you um, that regardless of that first half performance, there's still a lot of work to do? <coughs> Unfortunately, you're correct. It was total foot off the gas stuff and I was quite surprised because I thought we'd at least come out the first 15-20 and try and you know really finish the game four or five um but it was it was really disappointing after the first half to to go out and play the second half like that wasn't expecting it at all was expecting guys to come out and really go for them again and really kill the game and even try and get the you know even just try and get a few goals for for Cholak or even Kent to get on the score sheet, you know, um, Campwell, you know, I, I just thought guys might want to get involved and think, right, there's a chance I can get a goal today, you know, just just to score, you know. But it was really disappointing. And as you say, that is the evidence to show that our killer instinct still isn't there. It's nowhere near there. And that's the sort of game where we should have been winning f- five, six, no bother today. And to only walk away with three goals is extremely disappointing, to say the least. Yeah, I'm, right, I'm going to answer this one more time and then I'm not going to bring it up again because um, the questions are every week and it's constant. I am Neil. Come on, where's JD and Ross? They jacked the pod. J- JD and Ross have left. JD wanted to spend more time with his family and Ross decided to leave. Um, they will not be back through their own choice. I have spoke to them and told them there's always a place for them here, but they will not be back. So please stop asking. Right? Is that clear enough? 
for everybody. Even even I'm, new even new should know what's happening going back and know the future and the past. <laughs> That's, that's pretty good. That's very pretty good. good. Very good, Brian. Ray Tillman is not worth six million. Is Ferguson not allowed a different opinion, Martin? Gives a break. I is. Do anybody I, disagree? I, I, I know the fact that he's no worth six million. Just the fact that uh, I, I think he's all right when things are going for you. But with things only going for you, I don't think he's he does enough. Like I don't think he's got it in him as a man, no, as a football player, as a man, mm-hmm. to just to just be just be dirty and get stuck in. Um, and that's my that's my great way. I just the actual the actual comment for for Ferguson, no, Robert was judging him on last Sunday. He's not worth that kind of money. But when last I think Sunday, really everybody could see that he wasn't fat. I, I was going, to, and plus he got a couple of couple of knocks during the, the opening, you know, opening um, exchanges. It was, it was just the jumping on the bandwagon of Tom English and Michael Stewart that done my on. <laughs> I ought to say, just don't turn that station on again. It's obviously no for you. <laughs> uh, we're getting the brunt here, um, but no, I, I, I don't think it's. We spoke again before uh, the, the 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 match started. It's a large chunk of your. You're obviously your summer budget as well, so I think that needs to be looked at. I, I, for me, uh, Robert's talking pish. Fantastic. My wife will agree oh, yeah. with you there. CGM. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that he's. I've not saying that he's no worth the money. I've, I've said that before. I'm just saying I don't. I don't think we should sign him. I, I've no. I've no qualms. I, I've no qualms about signing players against Kilmarnock and you know Dundee United. We need players to beat Celtic. Right, mm-hmm. is that not we really supposed to beat Celtic and Tillman's no capable of beating Celtic at the minute? Well, he wasn't fat. No, but he played he played before he played before against Celtic and he's not beat them. Does that not again, I, I, was it, no, I love it. I love it. Is that not a game that finished two each but and they scored in the last minute and it was a defensive error at cost us and we actually played really, really well and get the better of the game? Mean, you see for him now, you his agent. No, no, no. I wish. Um, I just, I I just say, and I think six million quid. I think I know Alex Alex Lowry's no showed enough that they, to be put uh, compared to tell him, but I think I'd persevere with, with, with him. I think we've got a, enough in the midfield to to be going on with rather than spending six million on this on this young boy. Well, it's five million, right? Well, so you're five wrong. million, six million. No, a million pound might not be a lot of money to you, Robert, right? But it's a lot of money. <laughs> anyway, let's let's move on before. Kerr's face gets redder. Right. Um, Kerr, you were talking about the look, the Kelly goal. You, you don't think he should have stood. And you're on mute. No, I thought the boy jumped in back of Golson's back, but he used his hands to push himself up to win the ball. So that's a free kick. You can't put your arms on somebody's shoulders. You're trying to jump for the ball. So that's a free kick, in my opinion. Then he never gave it, but I thought McGregor was poor at coming out for the ball. I think he should have just stayed where he was. Because mm-hmm. he might have saved it, but I just think it was a when you jump in the back or something, you're using your shoulders to elevate yourself up and win it. So that's a free kick. He just didn't jump, he pushed himself up. So it's a free kick. But Brian McGregor doesn't really cover himself in glory at it, does he? As per usual, I'm afraid when there's a cross, McGregor's got his cement boots on and refuses to come off his line. <laughs> it's just well, we know it. it's the same old story. I mean, whenever there's a corner against us, there's a high probability we're going to concede from it because it's it's one of our weaknesses. And McGregor again just refuses to 
budge off that line. I mean, even if there's a cross on the six-yard box, he's reluctant to even move. I mean, it's it's an old it's an old topic that we've spoke about God knows how many times. You know, the the old McGregor not coming off his line situation. It's we know we all know it, and the sooner this season is out of the way and the bet the better. And then we look forward to a new goalkeeper in the summer, brand new. You know what, Nicholas? You're right. I'm tired. I'm tired. I had to drive all the way to Dumbarton the day, watch a game That's in the freezing cold, and then drive back and do this, and I've got to record later on. I'm just tired. Apologies. Derek Ferguson knows that I love him, really. Um, so there you the go. <laughs> oh. Robert, I've absolutely forgot what I was going to ask you. Cholak. That's what I was going to bring. I actually thought, can, can today now put to bed the talk that Cholak can he hold, hold the ball up and link up the play? Aye, I thought it was really good first half. Um, it one where he sort of, it was a wee back here. I don't know if it was in Kent maybe or, or Campbell played back through him, um, and he sort of latched on and put it over the bar. But I thought he was good today. I thought he was really good. Um, good forty-five for him. He looked as, as fit as he's been for a, a few weeks, um, and unfortunately, you know, couldn't get a goal today. But I'm, I think he, he'll probably start Easter Road. I think he will. Um, and just to harness that first half performance against them on Wednesday night. Um, that's what's needed. None of this second half sort of passive stuff. You need to be at it um, and at it in early doors so you can get your business done. And then, as Kerr says, he's got no qualms about Rangers winning three, being 3 0 up and then sitting half. He says, obviously, the fans have sat half, the players have sat half. That's fine, man. We've got the job done. I'm happy if that's the case. If you start every game 100 mile an hour, get your work done early, get the goal scored early, and take, and you take, and take your foot off the gas, that's fine with me if it's happening consistently. It's the inconsistency that I can't stand. Um, so Michael Beale will probably be looking at it and thinking, right, what do we do right first half that we can keep doing maybe for 60 minutes next time? Do you know what I'm saying? Build on it. or um, mm-hmm. Rather than going back to starting Wednesday night, slow as treacle, uh, we, we, we got maybe Glenn Kamara in the, in the midfield because he's played at Easter Road before and all that carry on. So uh, he needs to stick with that midfield three without a shadow of a doubt now because he's going he's, he's, he's to make, make a road for his own back based on the, the last match compared to this one. Well, Kerr, CGM's making that point as well. Um, look, Cholak needs a run of games to get sharper, obviously, um, but he won't get starts against Tibbs. Morelos will no doubt come back in. So are we ever going to see the best of Cholak if he doesn't get a run of games? Of course not, because if he's sitting on the bench, he's not going to get game time to improve and to get up to scratch for his teammates. He done it at the start of the season. He was scoring quite a lot of goals, wasn't he, for us? And he was winning his games that he maybe not won because nobody else was scoring at that point. But... Michael Beals came out after the game and said today he was pleased with the first half. We dropped off a bit in the second half, but we started picking it back up after Kamarnock scored. And But he said that he was really pleased with the performance Cholak put in. And also his midfield three were really good. So it's a, it's a different Michael Beal press conference for last week where he, was, he didn't want to start that midfield three. But So if he's praising Cholak, I don't know. I mean, you probably will go back to Alfie, but... I mean, he did, he did try two of them a day, didn't he? Was it for about five, ten minutes to do them one together? Which isn't enough time either, but he did... No, but it was just nice to see it, though, Kia. I was it quite was, excited. It was, but I thought Cholak done really well, would he? I thought he was involved in a lot, especially the... Uh, the he was holding the ball up, but he was laying it back off for folk to have shots, and his movement was really good, and he was unlucky not to score, because I think Cantmell had two efforts that were rebounded off the defender. Cholak turned on it really well, and a good save by the keeper, and then, obviously, Connor put it in, but... I thought he'd done really well. I thought he'd done I thought he'd done a lot better up front than some people were maybe expecting because 
and it stopped us playing so many crosses, I thought, as well, because Aye. we're asking in Campbell and Jack, they want to play more stuff through the middle, more pass and move, more just one-twos going everything. You pass, then you move on to it again, whereas when they weren't in the team, we seem to go wide quite a lot, which annoys me at times because we've not got the biggest strikers, and unless the ball's superb and the strikers are actually going to move on to it, they're not going to win the headers against all of these defenders. So I think um, you're playing between the lines is a lot better, and I thought Joe Lack can do that. The day he showed he can do it, yeah, well, can all pull back and say it's only called Marlock, but you can only play with who you're up against, and I thought today done really well. Does today, Brian, does that take any pressure um, off of the, the manager and the players for what happened um, last weekend? Does, does it make the feelings any better, or is it still a bit too raw? Not particularly. I think it's just more frustration, the fact that the team that, probably started today was the team that should have probably started last week. Um, apart from obviously maybe Morello starting up front in the final. Um it was obviously Chula. It was the more that it was the midfield that really annoyed me last week and that was the midfield I wanted to see start last week because they were all fit. They were all match fit more importantly. They weren't just coming back from injury. They were match fit. They were all you know Raskin was flying, you know, Cantwell was playing well, you know there was no reason to not play them. Absolutely no reason at all. The only reason that he gave was he wanted to play his experienced players in the particular fixture. Well, how are you meant to get experience in a particular fixture if you don't play? Some, You know, you've got to play sometime. So, I mean, Raskin had just come off two man of the matches. Cantwell was getting eight out of ten or whatever he was getting. So they were both playing well. There was absolutely zero reason for not to play them in the cup final. And, he, you know, he went to his tried and tested combination which hasn't hasn't worked much for us in the past so it was it's more frustration today that you, you think to yourself well that's the sort of midfield that we could have played last week and certainly would have put up a better fight than what the, what happened last Sunday so no it's just more frustration more frustration for me I'm afraid well I'll, I'll take that as a resounding no Brian <laughs> I didn't realize we were going to start depressing us all again um, no no but that, as I say, that that's the midfield everybody wants to see. A bit of positive, you know, Raskin going forward, Campbell going forward, you know. That's what everybody wants to see. They don't want to see, you know, I mean, as Robert said at the start, you know, they were all hunting the ball down this, in the first half. You know, they were they were chasing after things. They were moving the ball forward. They were sharp. They were quick. And that's what everybody wants to see. Not this slow, sideways nonsense, you know. That's that's what everybody is paying their money and wanting to see. Well, Curry's um, talking about the subs, Robert. Um, as the subs made in the timing was wrong, Looney for Raskin and then Maria lost for Sakala for 10 minutes and the last one's made be three minutes to go. Um, I think the final subs, more so like the suitor one, was just to get him on the pitch for a couple of minutes. I don't think he wanted him to play any longer than that. Um, but when Lundstrom came on, he came on to some booze. Aye. Um, and a couple other things I heard that um, I'll not repeat. That, um, he's got a massive task mentally, John Lundstrom, just to come back through all this, by the way, because he... And he, he looked be, nervous, Robert, didn't he? You can't be oblivious to it, Martin, can you? He, he lives in Glasgow, for crying out loud, so look, people will be talking to him when he's going out for these rolling chips or whatever he eats about of a Saturday night. Um, so, I... Uh, in terms of just to come back on um, what, what you were saying about uh, the, the the midfield and stuff and, and selection, it's I think it's about time we stuck with a team instead of 
I know we've got three games in a week here. We're also playing the day. We've got uh, the cup game next weekend and, and against that game in between. So he's probably going to make changes. But I would just plead them, uh, Michael, if you're watching this podcast later on the night in your bed, um, don't make the changes, please, because we need some continuity in this team now, especially moving forward into next season. Keep the, the guys. If he said he said in a press in the week, he knew who he's get decisions have been made as far as contracts and stuff. Am I right? He said that, didn't he? Um, so if he knows who he's going to be parting ways with, let's just shove him aside for the now and and go with the guys that we're going to be keeping and try and just you know get something going, give something to latch onto for when the season finishes and we're all sat you know in sun loungers in Tenerife waiting for the season to start again uh, to get happy. But I mean, care just on on today. Commander um, didn't really offer much. Is that fair? Um, I was actually disappointed. I mean, a couple of times, I think actually in the first half, the the boy Armstrong put a couple of nice passes through. But I was expecting a bit more for him. But in terms of a, a Derek McInnes team and that Commander team, he didn't really offer as much in terms of an opposition, did they? It didn't. But I didn't think. I didn't think we let them. I thought in the first half we were really good, and that's why it was three 0 uh, we can debate the penalty and stuff, but that's why it was, you know, because I thought we just kind of ran over the top of him. He come on, we took another couple of chances, it could have been more. The second half, it did come out slow because, like I said, Tina hung up, it's maybe a mentality thing, maybe they think the job's done, looking forward to Wednesday, I'm not sure, but you see that with a lot of teams, not just ourselves, but we came back into after they scored again, which sometimes it shouldn't happen, but it does, we're all human. But I thought in the first half, I didn't like come on, not play Martin. I thought, it was different for the game uh, rugby part where they came out quite well, Commander. But I thought today we just didn't let them start. I thought the day we started really, really, really well. Gonna stop getting short answers because you're throwing me. I <laughs> know. <laughs> 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 hey, and look, that's a good point, Paul. They've not won an away game, and I think they've only got two. I think they've got, is it the worst away record in 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 Scotland, if not the UK? I think, Commander. What's that? Two um, draws they've had, not all. That's it. That's all they've had. They've not won an away game. And you can see why. Um, yeah. The way that Derek McInnes sets his teams up and just think he could have been our manager. Oh, we got away with that one. We absolutely got away with that one. Now, the Rangers rabble, Patreon man of the match, um, as the votes have been cast, um, was, of course, Todd Cantwell, O'Brien. Um, we mentioned him at the start, but his performance is worthy of a mention again. Um, we've all been... You know, absolutely delighted and fawning over Raskin or Raskan or however it's pronounced since he came in, and rightly so. But today, Todd Cantwell was everywhere. Absolutely. The the term covered every blade of grass comes to mind. Um, he was sometimes in the right back area. He was sometimes in the left back area, you know, helping defence. Um, <clears throat> there was one run in particular in the second half where we were under a bit of the cosh. And he picked up the ball deep in the, his own in, in his own near his own box, and he, he virtually ran, virtually I think touch touching their eighteen yard line, and got a throw. You know, it just relieved that pressure. <clears throat> he, he he carried the ball for about sixty yards, just amazing run through the middle, and just relieved that pressure. And that's what you sort of need sometimes. Just a guy to take the take the ball, go on a run, and just take the pressure off. And he, he did that very well today. But yeah, he was everywhere. He was in the attacking threat. He was back mucking in, defending. <clears throat> he was just, as you say, he was literally everywhere. And yeah, he's got an engine in him. Like it's it's unbelievable. So fair play to the lad. He, you know, he obviously thought, well, 
sod this, I'm, I'm going to show the manager what I'm actually capable of and should have played last week. And yeah, fair play to him. He was, he was really good today. Very impressed. Do you know what it is? And I just don't think we're that used to it, Robert, to be honest with you. He will pass from anywhere. He will take the ball from anywhere. But his first thought is always to go forward. There was actually a couple of times a day when um, when Lundstrom got the ball, when Borna gets the ball, when Tav gets the ball. There's a simple pass to the side, but they always go far back with the pass. It's always in their head to go backwards. We can't, we're asking, but more importantly, as we're talking about, we can't well. Um, the first thought is forward. We need to go forward. And they're not afraid to make those passes. No, listen, and I enjoyed uh, Kers and Avasis. He's the man for sports. You know yourself. Um, what about sort of the passing move and always looking to get it to somebody and then get on the bike and make something happen. So um, there's been some wild, wild comments about Cantwell in, 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 the, in the chat here. One guy's saying get, get him so um, I am. I am purposely ignoring it. <laughs> oh, right, sorry. Um, it seems to be splitting a wee bit of opinion. Somebody was on about his hair as well. No happy with the haircut. Well, um, the hair's terrible, but he's a fantastic player. I was going to say, I don't care what his hair looks like as long as he's doing the business. And he was great today. And I, I really, I, I particularly, I know you're going to follow passing makes things happen. I thought his recoveries were brilliant as well. He was getting back. He was winning the ball. Um, he was helping. He helped out Tavernier on a couple of occasions. Um, so that's that's to his credit as well, because you know uh, that we we expect the Rangers sports we expect hard work, and, and he gave that he gave everything the day. So um, Power tried to be wee nibble at him a couple of times. There was one in the second half where he I think it was just in the the, the byline he 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 gone in for the ball and they had a wee bit afters on the on the touchline. But I think he's got a, he's a composed boy. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him get a, some more numbers personally. I know I'm, I'm asking for much. I'd like to see he's him get just a in the door. I know, I know, I know. I'm being greedy, but I just think uh, it'd be nice. He's, he's, Jeez, he's definitely capable. He's capable. These Rangers fans are bipolar. Yeah, that's bingo. Jeez, oh, what do you want me to have? Nine and nine. He's capable. <laughs> he's he's more than capable. So, um, but I'm sure it'll come. I'm sure it'll come. He's got to play on Wednesday night. It's a big game. 100%. You know, Easter Roads. Easter Roads always a, always a one we look out for. Just somebody said, "Oh, get uh, Morelos will play on Wednesday night." Morelos seems to get dragged into things when he goes there. And Portius isn't there now. I will be somebody else. Somebody will well, wind him up. Yeah. He's, he's in the capital. He, he doesn't. He doesn't need to cope well in there in terms of mentality. So I would stick with Cholak, um, and and I can't well hopefully can carry on in, in a similar vein and um, make things tick again. Can I just say a big massive thank you everybody for cho- for choosing to tune into the Rabble, as I know that you have many options. Um, if you enjoy the the show, please give it a like and subscribe. And um, like I said on the build up, only about forty percent of the people who watch are actually subscribed. So subscribing is totally free, so just hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. And if you really enjoy the content, you want to help support us, you want access to extra shows, um, you want access to earlier live show tickets, etc., etc., then consider joining the Rabble Patreon. The link for that is in the description. Final word to you then, Kerr, because you're the most pragmatic. <laughs> that, was, that was on my... my uh, he's got that in a thing there. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. I, secret, I secretly googled it. Um, you're the <laughs> most pragmatic here, so I'll let you finish us up um, with just a, a, a very, very quick roundup um, of how you're feeling after that game after last week. Um, where, where do you think that we are, and, and how the rest of the season is going to look for you personally? 
personally, in the rest of the season, has to look with a Scottish Cup win. I can't look anywhere else. You can't end this season waiting. You can't. I, I don't. We could keep winning games in the season, but if we don't win the league, do you take any confidence for today? No, because a game we should be winning anyway, Martin. It's just the way we played. I'm happy with the way we played. I'm happy with the boys starting like Raskin. Can't be happy. Jack's back in the side. Happy Troy get a chance, but. It's, you need to keep you need, you need to keep these guys in the team, but when I play me, I'll keep them in the team. Don't just change them because you're back to your favourites or back to your ones you trust better. Because these guys are never going to get trusted unless you play them. That's like you said last week. I don't want, I don't want to go back last week. I keep saying that, but you said last week you went back to guys you trusted. Don't go back to guys you trust because you can only trust him like you don't. You can't trust him anything else because they've got a habit of it. Stick to these guys like Cholak, who's not been here long. Can't be old asking, give these guys opportunity between the end of the season, see what they can do, see what they offer, and then building them for next season. That's what you has to do. Stop getting by, baby. Let's start to look forward. But that means a Scottish Cup trophy has to be kept at Rangers because we're the holders and we have to keep it. That's that's the main aim for me. I think the league's over, but we need to win the Scottish Cup. And we've got to beat Celtic. We've got to beat Celtic. Sorry, guys, but we've got at some point we have got to beat Celtic. Depends uh-huh. when it is, Robert. If you beat Celtic after they've won the league, it's pointless because they've won the league anyway. It's it's beating them before the titles when the title is still in play. So be it. Then. I mean? We must beat Celtic because that that's uh, if we finish the season and we've not beat Celtic, won the Scottish Cup, and they've been knocked up by somebody else, I'll still have that niggling at the back of my mind. So we must beat them. It's a fair point. It's a fair point, and it's a point that we shall leave this reaction on we are back tomorrow night for our um youtube members and our patreon members with your rabble sunday so if you're, if you're going to tune into that make sure you grab a wee a wee beer and and we'll chill out for an hour and chat about everything and anything it could be it could be what color were your granny's slippers um it could genuinely be anything um and then of course we're back on monday night um for everybody else on youtube and uh, like I say, if you haven't already, please do subscribe and make sure you turn those notifications on. Give the give the show a like. It helps spread it around the YouTube world. Um, thank you to Robert, Brian, and Care. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Were you interrupting my outro there, Care? No, I, said that, I just ridiculous said ridiculous up. behavior. Thank you to everybody for watching. Team man, it's New York Rangers game starting. Come on. <laughs> Thank you everybody for watching and we'll speak to you all again very, very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.